What's up, everyone? Icebox Podcast, episode 56 here. We're back. We're going to be talking some of that Calm C update we talked about a little last year. Or, geez, not last year. That was last week. We're going to talk some of the PWCC Top 100. We thought that might be kind of a fun topic. And then there could be a sorted show content, sorted other football content mixed in. But that's what we're shooting for. Matt, how are we doing? Pretty good, yeah. I uh, I'm excited to talk about the PWCC top 100 because that was kind of Instagram for like three or four months. Like that's like kind of all I saw was people debating um, whether like this card deserves this spot or if this card's too low. And so I feel like it's it's kind of a big topic, honestly. I, I just saw so many people debating it and reposting it. PWCC is pretty smart for doing that because they got a lot of interaction from it. They got a ton of interaction from it. It's been super fun to look at. I haven't even followed it super close, but I definitely have some debate about all the stuff that's been on there. Yeah, so what I was going to propose was we rank our because everybody knows the top three is uh Honus Wagner, Mickey Mantle, Jordan. So I was gonna say rank them until you told me that they already released that the Wagner was three. Yeah. And uh that shocked me because that I, you my, know now you're making me go I gotta go double check, but like I'm like 90% sure. They haven't released one and two yet. But, but I'm like 90%. Yeah, the harness is three. Yeah. So that um would have been my first. The mantle, I don't really, I don't agree with a lot of these. Yeah, the main um, criticism that I've seen was the people that voted were um, like predominantly basketball fans. There's way too much basketball on here. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. Um, that was just a couple comments that I saw, but yeah, I just, I just don't see how the Wagner, like, is not one, like that. Card yeah, is, I don't. That to me, like that card. There's people that don't care about sports cards at all. That like know that card is like art and like they know that card better than the fifty-two mantle by a lot. Yeah. And, and the 52 Mantle is, in my opinion, the clear second fiddle. Like, the 86 Fleer Jordan is not remotely close to the T206 Wagner. Right. In terms so of... The 52 Mantle is going to be one, right? You'd think? I, I, I would hope so. Otherwise... Yeah, if it's not, then... Honestly, if it's not, I think that might discredit the lists like if like it's people... not the wagner or the mantle i mean though one of those should pretty clearly be number one yeah i can't believe the wagner is three that would have been it would have gone wagner mantle jordan for me i don't know if the jordan's even three for me or i mean like as far as like the last three go oh okay okay if we have to then yeah that's definitely yeah. what's going for me 
But I wouldn't be mad if someone said the 52 Mantle over the T206 Wagner. No, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be mad because I know a lot of people think that. And, uh, you know, whatever. But versus the 86 Jordan, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, there was some interesting uh, basketball seemed definitely it dominated for sure. Um, I think I might be a little bit of a purist, but I don't like all these basketball players with multiple cards on there. It it feels like, I don't know. I don't think all these cards can be as iconic as it's made to be. Like, what are we saying? We're, so we're saying the LeBron RPA is number five. But then I'm sure if you look through it that the LeBron Topps Chrome base is on there somewhere. Oh, for sure, yeah. And who knows, one of those other autos might even be on there, which I don't think it should be. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, there was, yeah, there definitely was a couple that um, I thought were high. I thought the LeBron RPA was like, pretty questionable like that just seems like a um that just seems like a basketball fan thing to say i guess mm-hmm. um like i i would almost the brady contenders at six i would almost argue that that's more iconic than the lebron exquisite oh yeah i think so i'm looking here i'm all the way down at 90 and i'm just scrolling through and, like, the stuff back here in, like, the 80s and the 90s falls well into the iconic category. We got, we got, there's a, Gian, Giannis has two. He has one in the 90s and one in the 80s. I don't think the Giannis RPA should be on here. Am I nuts? Like, the Giannis base prism is on here in the 90s, and the Giannis NT is on here in the 80s. Like, yeah, I don't see the Giannis NT as a, iconic card dude i didn't even know what it looked like yeah that that seems pretty high i do everything else on here you know at least what it looks like the mahomes rpa is on here the luca rpa is on here in the 70s you know number 75 is the 2008 tops kobe bryant like makes sense to me yeah that one could have even been higher for me yeah could be higher for me too we got like the Cracker Jack Ty Cobb. Yeah, I. You know what one I was not a fan of was um. That Kareem at sixteen. I haven't made it that far down. The Kareem, the tall boy rookie. Yeah, that seems like a big. That seems like another one of those big basketball fan picks. Yeah, I mean, that stuff just wasn't even that popular. Is that really more popular than even, like, the Charizard first edition or the Jim no. Brown? No. No way. The Jim Brown and the Charizard are more popular than that, in my opinion. Okay, at 21, the Derek Jeter SP Authentic. At 21? That seems about right to me, maybe. I, I just feel like that's even more iconic than that Kareem. There's some stupid stuff on here. Like, we're at, I'm at number 62. Dude, the number 62 card is the 2003 Exquisite Collection Limited Logos Jordan. 
Come on now. I'll have to scroll down to that. Yeah, that seems a little bit. Number 61, the 2003 Ultimate Collection LeBron James autograph. You know what card is just. Dude, these are just random valuable cards. Yeah, that's what I kind of think. You know what card is just not iconic to me whatsoever? Is the 2001 Upper Deck Tiger Woods. Oh. And they have that at 50. At 50? Dude, the Brady SP Authentic is at 60. Like, that should be higher. Yeah, that seems low to me, too. It, it Honestly, as I'm looking at this list, I can see why people are saying um, it's like a list compiled by a lot of basketball fans. I want to see the comments of the... Um, I want to see the comments of... The Wagner. Yeah, it looks like Card Channel says this is the most important trading card in the history of cardboard. Checks off all boxes. Would definitely be my number one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The Prism Luca is down at 56, dude. Like, this guy says two. Oh, this is funny. Two will be the 86 Fleer Jordan, one will be the Bull Bull Prism rookie. <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah see here we go the fact that Wagner is not number one makes the list invalid this along with the mantle are the two most significant cards period this card is Mona Lisa yeah I don't know there's just some questionable stuff there's a lot of guy with a lot of a lot of duplicates like you're saying like these Tiger Woods like some of these old old baseball cards I think I can give a pass I think I can give a pass to some of the 61 Fleer basketball just because it's like the first real big set and there's a lot of rookies in it. I think I can give that a little bit of a pass. I'm definitely biased, though. Like the Trout update is 45. I don't know. Matt, the Trout update is ahead of the Luca Prism by like a lot. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm like it feels though, like it feels like a lot of this is like value driven. I agree. It, like even a Luca NT at 77. It should not be on the top hundred. Like how how is Luca like that iconic? Like I can understand the Luca Prism. The Luca Prism yeah. was the face of that's the COVID card. Yeah, like the single face of that whole era. Yeah, I I can see that. I just am surprised that NT is like that. Just seems that's on there because of how much it's worth. The one that I was I think the most shocked about, other than the Wagner not being number one, was that I think I think it was the um the fifth or the eighty nine Griffey was at nine or something. That's top five in my opinion. Easy. I uh, yeah, I could get behind that. That's a pretty iconic card. I think yeah, I might be just be a sucker for baseball though too. Like I'm looking through this, and I'm just seeing like all all sorts of cool stuff. Like the Julius Irving rookie though, that that deserves to be high. The Bowman Chrome Brady, I guess. Don't you think though that? Like 
baseball is more iconic though yeah like, i think so dude i think this vintage baseball is the most iconic yeah and like i don't even like baseball that much but like to me like baseball is just i feel like whenever everyone that collects cards started out with like baseball cards and and all the old baseball is super super iconic like yeah. even this fifth, even they had like on there the fifty three mantle in like the forties, like it's a second year card, but yeah, I mean that's a pretty nice looking card, and I think yeah. it's decently iconic. I remember it very well. It's a really early issue, not like yeah, these late fifties mantles. I think it was fun that PWCC did this, but I definitely think there's gonna be uh like questions about the like value of it and everything. And I would like to know how, who were the people that voted on it? Yeah. Like I know some of them obviously, but cause they posted on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I would like to know who they were that, yeah, that voted. Cause I think there was like a hundred and like 50 plus people. So there was a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There yeah. have been a pretty good amount. I, I mean, there's definitely a lot, a lot, a lot of people voting on this stuff. Yeah. And and I think it's definitely, like you said, it's it's fun to look through. We're going to have our gripes. There is a lot of basketball. I'm here to see that the mantle reign supreme. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, imagine that if they put out tomorrow that the mantle's too. People will not like that. No, people well, won't. Myself included. I think something that I kind of wanted to talk to is like there is a lot of cards on this iconic uh, top 100 list that I think are horrible investments which I kind of oh, yeah. like just because it's on the list um, doesn't mean that you know it's a good investment or anything so I think people need to be like careful about that yeah you definitely need to be careful about that Cough, cough, Luca Prism. Cough, yeah. cough, Luca NT, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think like if maybe the top 10 is probably all decent investments. Yeah. The 86, 89 Griffey's tough to play with. The 86 yeah. Jordan's tough to play with in low grade. Uh, yeah, I don't really like the 86 Fleer Jordan, but. No, just because there's so many. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think if you're buying, you know, oh, Jackie 48 Leaf was like top 10. That's like a pretty good buy. Obviously, like the 52 Mantle is a good buy. You're safe with like Brady contenders probably. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. As you get down the list, there's some stuff where it's like I would not be buying it. Um, but again, like, I don't know. There's some cards. You know what card I thought would be a little higher? That's worth nothing. Is that Mark McGuire? Oh, yeah, the Mark McGuire is a good one. A lot of older collectors that I know reminisce about that card. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, it definitely is. Like, the Bonds was ahead of that, which was surprising to me. But that McGuire was a huge deal. Yeah. Like, that was, like, a very big card. Oh, yeah. That card was super important. I don't know. That's why this this list is fun. I really enjoy looking through all this stuff. Yeah, it was super fun to see. 
Yeah, shout out to PWCC for doing that list because it was pretty cool to watch. And it was pretty cool to read the comments of people debating and everything. Oh, yeah. It, so, I mean, it, definitely awesome. I'm yeah. not, I'm hoping to be back in the, in the dealing on some of these cards in the not too distant future. I saw some stuff on there. I was like, man, I want that 53 mantle, that 55, like Roberto Clemente. Those are all on the list of stuff I would like to get. Yeah. Did you, um, so you were going to give a Com C update. Oh yeah. Com C's rock and rolling. What so the last update you gave was that your stuff was listed pretty much. Um, yeah, it's, it's all been listed, right? It's all listed now. Yeah, okay. how have the sales been? I mean, so far, I have sold probably $80 worth of stuff, which I would say is like maybe more, like maybe 85. Which I would say is pretty good. I mean, the people come some and they pay decent money on some of this stuff. Like people come, some of this stuff, you know, goes for like what you'd expect it to go, to go for, like not a ton. And then sometimes people just pop buy it now on something. You know, you just list at the lowest price on all these. People mm-hmm. pop the buy it now, and like you get a pretty good haul for some of this stuff. I will say that the 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 stuff that it looks like you want from like a profitability standpoint is the stuff in like the four to ten dollar window. It I put a couple things out there like in like the fifteen to thirty dollar window. Put them on there. They don't appear to garner as much interest, but it's definitely interesting. I mean, I've sold thirty four things already of my hundred and thirty. I've sold like thirty of the hundred and thirty things I listed already. So I'd say that's pretty good considering most of it's yeah. like cheap stuff. And like my bigger pieces are still kind of floating around. I'm really interested to see if you can like do a promotion and like put everything on sale or something. Yeah, that'd be cool too. I, I bet you could like run like a 15 or like 10% off or something like that. I think it'd be really interesting. I want to say. Yeah. I wonder if they'd like advertise it for you. I don't know. If you were to do that, like some sort of like, oh, this seller has this deal or something. I'm now looking at it and it said there's a Black Friday deal I can make. And it it says all, it says 20, I can do whatever percent I want and my 12 highest priced items will be featured on the promotion details page. And it says... Your offer. So it's what? How much? I could put everything on sale, Matt. Maybe we'll put everything on sale. See what happens. And and it has like a big banner, like COMC has their pre Black Friday sale going on right near right now. Like shop the best deals, and it puts whatever I have on there. What percent sale do we do? Hmm. I don't know. That's actually that's super intriguing, though. That's really cool. Like I have some like a couple thirty dollar vintage cards. Like, what what if we just? Oh, man, this is gonna be fun to play around with. I gotta see if I can do this. But th- there's so much fun stuff that you can like work on with work on here. At least it's it just... sounds like a pretty good experience so far. 
it's a really good experience. And people like are out there snatching cards up, man. Yeah, that's people cool. are people are making plays. Yeah, that that's cool that stuff isn't just sitting there, that you're actually um selling selling stuff. Did you do uh best offers or how does that work? Yeah, so it does allow you to do best offers, which is nice. Okay, so uh, are, are all your listings best offer? Yeah, it makes it so like everything is best offer, which is awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Also, I made all my stuff. I made the, my most expensive stuff on the sale, and we're going to see what happens. Can you uh Can you counter or is it a accept decline? Oh yeah, you can counter. It's awesome. Okay. Because I know on some platforms, like say, pretty sure PWCC you can't counter on fixed price, and pretty sure or a hundred percent sure alt, um, you can't counter fixed price either. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, you can counter on this stuff. People respond fast. It like sends you emails when people counter to you when people send you an offer. That is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, very- they get it. The- in all the listing, they listed 130 things for me. There was only one listing error in the whole thing. Oh, did uh, did that get corrected? Ah, uh, you can manually correct it. Oh, really? So, like, they had the wrong player name for one thing. Oh, but like, other than that, they got the serial numbers right. They got the parallels right. Like, they write the name of the parallel. I didn't even know the name of some of these parallels from some of this hockey stuff. Wow. That is actually, yeah. that's worth the money. If you send the stuff at the 50 cent level, you wait 16 weeks. And what you're sending is like four to $10 stuff. You can just move through it. And I think that these sales um, probably help you start to churn through some of the inventory. But like I said, I'm through almost 25% of my inventory in like, what, a week and a half? Yeah. Pretty good. Not long at all. Yeah. I'd say that's great. And you get decent money for it. If you can send the stuff at the 50 cent level, you can do pretty well. I think people just slowly chip away. You know, people are just, especially if you got random junk, like it's not like a lot of like optic base rookies from 2019. Like, I feel like the more random stuff low-key like sells better. Like I sold some junk football sticker auto that I'd had laying around in my closet for like 10 years for $3. And it was like someone that I've never even heard of. Mm-hmm. And I got like three bucks for it. Someone just hit the buy it now on it for like three bucks. And you're like, wow, like it's pretty decent. Like I thought this would be worthless. I wonder if you could almost buy... um like a value box at a show and then just send it all in. I know people who do that. There's, I know someone who buys lots of stuff in like the 4 to $10 range purely to put it on Calm C after. I might have to start thinking about that. Not going to lie. I think it is weirder stuff that does better though. Yeah, yeah. I got to find the unique stuff. That, that makes sense. Like value relic and auto boxes like i bet that stuff does well yeah if i could buy like a hundred autos for like a hundred dollars 
Yeah, like that'd be awesome. Like random, like cheap autos. That's actually pretty interesting. Maybe I'll look, keep an eye out for that. At the very least, try it with like a small sample size. It's pretty fun to work through. Or I wonder if even like Michael Jordan, like base cards would do good on that. Like, yeah, they might. So when you list everything, it it knows what set it's from because they file it in their database what set it's from. And so when you go to list it, it says there are X number on Com C and the lowest priced is X. Oh, so that's it, awesome. Yeah. So so you immediately so I don't even have to go look up the comps. I'm like, cool, I'll just make this my lowest priced one now. Or it says, Congratulations, you have a COMC monopoly. Yours is the only one on Com C of this card of this card. That's awesome. Isn't that super cool, though, how it tells you the price range it's on there? So I'm like, cool. I'm just trying to blow out inventory. Like, I'll just make mine the lowest price listing. Yeah, that's sweet. I'm looking at their website, too. They actually have a pretty uh, high-quality website. Oh, yeah. It's pretty easy to use, too. Like the the Like, the seller dashboard is pretty easy to use. I give high marks. I've heard good things about Com C and I've had a good experience so far. The fees are, um, I would say your all in fees are like close to 15% plus your 50 cents plus like 15%. You pay like 5% on the transaction and then to get the money out, you pay like 10%. Okay. Yeah. Cause so, you have to, uh... Yeah, you got to pay to get the money out. So that's something. Are you going to pay to get the money out or are you going to spend it on there? I'll probably pay to get the money out. I'm just trying to get cash out of this. Yeah, that's probably I'm not looking to get it sucked into buying more inventory. I don't really want that. I just want the cash. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, it's really, I mean, honestly, so what? If you sell like a $5 card, you paid what so you pay seven you pay a dollar 25 to sell a five dollar card i don't think that's bad at all i think you don't even have to list it matt like yeah the labor savings in and of itself especially you know someone like us like we work full-time so we can't i mean i have no interest in listing that stuff those cards sat around your room for forever so obviously they weren't yeah, this stuff, I, I, I've i been sitting around. I've been too lazy to list some of this stuff. And then it's the type of stuff that you list on eBay, and maybe it doesn't even move. And then you're just, like, mad. So it's easier to just have it sit at Com C. you shipping. No, you just mail them a box. Yeah, so there's no shipping, you know, 130 packages or how many of our cards you sent. No, that would be correct. There is mailing one box. To them. Not going to lie. I'm a little surprised how good your experience has been because I've actually heard some negative things about ComC. Um, that's like always kind of pushed me away from using them. I know people complain. I wouldn't necessarily love to be the buyer waiting for the ComC shipment. The ComC shipment yeah. to you is snail mail and it's cost an obscene amount of money. 
So the getting the stuff out, I know is a problem, but it seems that it doesn't deter buying a ton. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Seems like seems like that's uh yeah, that's kind of what I've heard is buying and then I've you know what, now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever really heard anything negative about selling. So mm -hmm. I won't be too surprised. But yeah, I have heard people waiting a long time for their shipment, like Oh yeah. I would be ages. Yeah, I don't think I'd buy on there. But I'm glad you had to have a good selling experience so far, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. I'm trying to find this Babe Ruth SP that I have on ComC. I know that Com I think ComC cross-lists your stuff to eBay. Yeah, I think. Do you have to opt into that or is that free? I don't know. I'm trying to find out if my stuff's on eBay. I figured that's a good way, right? Yeah. I'll see if, like, I'll look up, like, the Whitey Ford. Like, I'll just search it and see see if I, what I can find, right? Like, there's got to be. I, I'm, I'm just so intrigued by all the possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if they... You might have to opt into that. You think you have to opt in? Okay. Because I would imagine there'd be extra fees then, right? Yeah, probably. You're right. You're right. I think you're right. There would be extra fees. But yeah, still a cool option, nonetheless, like to even have the ability if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Cool yeah, option. man. They can even for a fee send your stuff to auction on eBay. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. I've bought a card a couple times off like ComC auction. I then... actually also have. It's it, it's been good so far. We'll see how it goes getting through the kind of bottom of the barrel of the inventory and also getting through the more expensive inventory because I haven't moved anything. The most expensive thing I moved was $12. So okay. I'm I'm trying to see if I can get anything moving that fifteen to twenty five dollar range because there's like two cards in that range. I want to see if they can get any interest. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe we'll get a update uh next week. I think so. I would like to we'll see if any more sales come through. Yeah, yeah. I think um good to wrap it up here. Yeah, good with me. Save. Save some talk for next week. Maybe some talk about the sports card spectacular if you go. Yeah, seems hopefully I'll be at the spectacular. So um we'll have an update about how that was. But yeah, should be a good time. And come see update. Probably talk some sports, um, basketball. Yeah, man. We got it next week, sports talk for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so tune in next week and thank you for listening.